2: Feels
1: like more. It's showtime, folks.
3: Breaking down the best
2: four songs. This, this, is Mount Rockmore.
4: You are a blinding, brilliant light from heaven.
2: Aw. You know, there's almost no better way to start off a third season of Mount Rockmore than hearing those kinds of words. And I welcome you to this Mount Rockmore, you bandana wearing top hat donning rock and rollers. I'm calling you back to the jungle with a brand spanking new season of Mount Rockmore, season number three of MRM. I'm your host through this climb, Bauer, as we pay tribute to the four career defining songs from a band that, frankly, defined a generation on the Sunset Strip. A band that you have to keep this in mind for Mount Rockmore is held in such reverence. It has inspired so many rock acts, yet in their prime, Guns N' Roses released only three and a half studio albums of original material. Back in 1987, you had the debut Appetite for Destruction, which is celebrating its 35th anniversary this year. The follow-up EP, GNR Lies, the next year, and the sprawling Use Your Illusion double album in 1991. The cover album, The Spaghetti Incident, followed in 1993, and then Axel Rose released the long-awaited Chinese Democracy in 2008 with the help of literally countless hired guns. But I don't know that a lot of fans would consider those crucial entries into the band's discography. So if you were snowed in or are snowed in this weekend, needing some motivational music to lead up to the Super Bowl, just ask your Alexa for some of our other Mount Rockmore Ventures, like back in season two when we got as close as we could to dressing in drag with the Mount Rushmore treatment of Twisted Sister, or loaded our balls to the wall screaming with skeletons that made up Iron Maiden Nation for our season two finale with Maiden Dude. Now, on to today. You know, Guns N' Roses songs are best described as anthems you could start wars with. Mixed in with a, if executing her because you hate her is a typical ballad, then ballads that never sacrificed bite. But before there was Guns N' Roses, there was Hollywood Rose. The group was founded by Axel Rose, Izzy Stradlin, and Chris Weber, and recorded a five-song demo in 1984. However, after a number of lineup changes, including Weber being replaced, Slash and Steven Adler came in from a band called Road Crew, as well as the departure of Stradlin, The group disbanded the same year. Then Hollywood Rose reunited with Rose and Stradlin, then added former L.A. Guns drummer Rob Gardner to the group, as well as L.A. Guns founder Tracy Guns. And in March 1985, Hollywood Rose merged with L.A. Guns to become Guns N' Roses. Now... I'm fully aware to Guns N' Roses fans that I may not be able to satisfy every one of you who hears me say that I was a little late to the GNR party. I was way too wrapped up in my Dokken, Kiss, Winger, all by the way, who will be making appearances in future seasons of Mount Rockmore in the coming weeks and months. But almost 35 years since Guns N' Roses' breakthrough with Appetite for Destruction came out, which took a little bit longer than expected. More on that in a minute. This Mount Rockmore, we're we're working with a limited amount of albums to choose from. When you're known by your first and stage name alone, Axel, Slash, Duff, Izzy, you deserve a play-in. And a first here at Mount Rockmore, we usually go back into old albums or tracks that didn't make it so successful, but should have been, or maybe at least up for consideration of one of the four on the Mount Rockmore of that band. We're doing a first. We're going New song, a relatively new song. In 2021, Guns N' Roses fans saw a new track from GNR that very much fits the sound of its old 1980s, 1990s GNR vibe. It's called Hard School, and it is the play in here on the Mount Rockmore of Guns N' Roses. here on the Mount Rockmore of Guns N' Roses, a newer song from GNR. Expect them to have some more of those. Appetite for Destruction took longer than expected to be released, partially because a string of retailers refused to carry the album. Why? The gruesome original cover image based on Robert Williams' painting of the same name that depicts the interruption of a robot rape by an avenging metal angel. <laughs> you, know, you know, what's funny is that my seven-year-old daughter did a finger painting once, Of that same... I mean, she was only suspended for a couple of days. She was a young, budding artist at age four. Anyway. Predictably, the satanic imagery invoked the ire of religious groups on both sides of the Atlantic. Guns N' Roses record label, Gethin, quickly forced them to find a replacement. And they eventually settled on a cross and skulls design by Billy White Jr. that became something of a band logo in the years to come. But now it's time to carve song number one into the Guns N' Roses Mount Rockmore. It's a catchy acoustic track from the Lies EP. It garnered a lot of negative attention for its lyrics. However, the song is reportedly about Axl Rose's dog, not a woman. Song number one on the GNR Mount Rockmore goes to I Used to Love Her."
3: And still hit her cross.
2: This is the Guns N' Roses Mount Rockborn. Controversial content aside, that song offered up an unforgettable groove and was used as a B-side on some releases of Paradise City. Back in 2016, Spin ranked the song 42nd out of 79 on their rankings of every Guns N' Roses song, saying strip away the misogynist, dark, and twisted fantasy, and you've got a terrific rootsy little mimic of an Allman Brothers on the Road jam. That same year, Medium ranked the song 20th out of 80. Hey, if you're liking this pod, do your homework. Please, like Mount Rockmore, subscribe to Mount Rockmore, wherever you may be listening to it right now, and share it with your fellow rockers. On the way, a song written for their debut album, but made it onto their fourth, and while Bon Jovi and Whitesnake were churning out saccharine topped slop 40, GNR released a sinister, sprawling pseudo-ballad. That makes the carve all on the way next here at Mount Rockmore.
3: Let's make a call
4: to the bullpen. This is your comic reliever, Daniel Tosh. My favorite new sport is poker. Oh, I love it. Poker, it's a sport. What? It was gambling three weeks ago. Oh, now it's a sport. Hey, dad, why am I not going to college? Well, I'm a shitty athlete. That's why. I had pocket rockets. You needed runner-runner. God damn it, that river fucked me. If poker's a sport, put it in the Olympics and you can only play with what your country's worth. (laughs) How great would that be, being Americans? Looks like Costa Rica's all in with 15 coconuts. (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna call. Mm Mm-hmm. Hasta luego, small blind. Shouldn't have limped in. Some comic relief, The Bower Show.
3: Breaking down the best four songs. I already got your answers. Never three inches, time daily on a boat, and with my finger. I'll take
2: every part of that except the with my finger portion of things. I care about my digits too much. Welcome back to the Rockmore Podcast. If you just can't quite put the spandex away in storage. You are a man.
0: Sometimes you wear stretchy pants. He's for fun.
2: Don't we all? Then please check out our new home, realguyradio.com, and follow us on Twitter. Give us a rating, give us a review, one to five stars on iTunes. I'm Bauer, and one star if you think heavy metal bands should have the hair the bigger the better, and five stars if you know that metal needs bandanas, like the roses need the rain at all times. Now, originally conceived as a finger warm-up for Slash, Our next song on the Mount Rockmore for Guns N' Roses took on a life of its own when Axl Rose penned his plain-spoken ode to then-girlfriend Aaron Everly. Aaron Everly, by the way, got Axl into all kinds of trouble. He punched David Bowie over Aaron Everly. I mean, there was a lot of trouble that was gone into Aaron Everly, the first wife of Axl Rose. And the fireball frontman delivered the song's first half with this, at least at this point, uncharacteristic restraint. Truly, it's just a vehicle for Slash's volcanic solo, a tense slow burner that erupts into a firestorm of wad drenched licks and bends. It establishes a 22-year-old Slash as one of the all-time great guitarists. Coming in, at song number two on the GNR Mount Rockmore, The Sweet Child of Mine. It was GNR's only number one song and it submitted Slash on the pantheon of great rock guitar players. But Slash himself admitted the actual riff itself I love, but the song itself, Slash says he didn't feel sweet child of mine fit snugly into Guns N' Roses repertoire. You know, Guns N' Roses was always a real hardcore sort of AC DC kind of hard rock band with a lot of attitude. That's from Slash. Now we're halfway through the Mount Rushmore of Guns and Roses songs. We've got two more songs to go. But first, it's time for a little edumacation. Time for a little Guns N' Roses Today You Learned. Today, today, today you learn.
3: Today, today, today you learn.
2: It's after dinner trivia for those of you still enjoying bourbon at noon. Today you learned, in an attempt to adjust to a quieter life, Slash bought a new home in Los Angeles, filled it with venomous snakes, lizards, eight cats, and a mountain lion cub named Curtis. He says, quote, I installed a full-on reptile zoo over there. He recounts in his autobiography, just a gazillion snakes and all kinds of stuff. When the Northridge earthquake hit, his home was left severely damaged, but all his animals survived. Slash then retreated to the Marina del Rey Four Seasons, where he secretly held up with his mountain lion Curtis. Today, you learn that Slash from Guns N' Roses refuses to allow Glee to use the band's music because he thinks that show sucks. I agree, and the retort, and the retort from Glee.
1: You, you could, you do, you, you want, you, you could do so. You. Yeah. You,
2: do, right. You. That's kind of their answer. Today you learnt Guns N' Roses were actually pretty good friends with NWA. Axel and Eazy E were good friends and the two groups were planning to do a song together, The Yellow Roads of Compton. Sadly, the song was never produced. Axel Rose loves their stuff and wore their hats at shows. And finally, today you learnt Chris Cornell earned his first solo billboard number one. With a cover of Guns N' Roses Patience, recorded in 2016. The cover, which was sitting on top of Billboard's mainstream rock charts, was released in July of 2016, which would have been the Audio Slave and Soundgarden singer's 56th birthday. You heard it? That's what it sounds like.
3: Yeah,
2: And that's your GNR today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Today, today, today you learned. Oh, by the way, Patience peaked at number 4 on the Billboard Hot 100 and set the precedent for countless MTV Unplugged specials. GNR recorded Patience in a single take. There wasn't any of these, "Oh, we got to do another layer of guitar work here." No, they did it all in one shot. Now, There are only two spots left for GNR tracks on Mount Rockmore, one of which is a gimme, and one of which you'll probably want to kill me for. But before you do kill me, let me just ask you one favor. If you're liking this pod, do your homework. Like Mount Rockmore, subscribe to Mount Rockmore wherever you may be listening to it right now, and share it with your fellow rockers. Follow us on Twitter at M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E. So, Let's roll with the gimme here, and I'll keep your slashing for another five minutes. This song established Guns N' Roses' 30-year mythos in just four and a half minutes. It bears every hallmark that made them the biggest band in the world. Guitar riffs, solos, swaggering cowbell blasts, rumbling bass breakdowns, and the police siren vocals that ushered in a new era of rock and roll. No two images better encapsulate the band's dichotomy than Mental patient Axel strapped to a chair and forced to watch violent pornographic videos as his teased hair, leather clad alter ego prowls the stage and screams the lines that still echo through stadiums today. You know where you are? You're in song number three on Mount Rockmore. Welcome to the jungle on the Guns N' Roses, Mount Rockmore. Welcome to the Jungle. Musically, it meshes punk rock and metal. It's like a, like a Molotov cocktail of youth, skill, rage, anger, hormones, and the desire to come face to face with the unknown. But even sunset strip legends like Guns N' Roses have songs that didn't quite make the Mount Rock more cut. And that's where, that's where you're going to get angry with me. I know it. I can see it. I can feel it. But hiding over in the epic, expansive, lush, rich, and complex power ballad wasteland is the dried up carcass of the fucked out November rain. And frightening, creepy whistling through the desolate, overplayed mountains is Civil War, with the cries emanating from the one screen, now smoldering Paradise City. Now, enough with the anger. Let's get back to The Rock. And the Rockmore. Yes, the moans were real. And the song is one of the best closers on any album in rock history. And it notches its way into the carving of GNR lore on the Mount Rockmore of Guns N' Roses. Coming up next, here on Mount Rockmore.
4: Hi, this is Lance with Cockshot. You're gonna be feeling wonderful all day because you're gonna be taking shots at cocks left and right like a pro. Now, here's a guy, one shot to the cock, mild testicle damage, two shots, destroyed cock in seconds. Now, watch this. You're gonna add in some garlic, okay? Here we go, I'm gonna put some garlic in. All right, and you keep going. You completely blow apart that cock, I mean it's gone, and you got a piece of garlic mashed to a dick. Now, you love tapping guys in the nuts, but you don't like touching balls with your hands. You know you don't like guy berries anywhere near your fingers, that's why you wear gloves in the public restroom. One shot. Cock salad. Now look, I love a good ball punch as much as the next guy, but once in a while you really gotta send a message to make sure they don't forget. This is gonna change the way you punch dicks. Big dicks, little dicks, crooked dicks. Five seconds, four or five seconds, the guy's on the ground you really hurt his branch. Now see, this nut shot is boring. Stop having a boring nut shot. Stop having a boring life. Cock shot these two guys here. <gasps> Voila, it's a miracle. Congratulations, yada, yada, yada. Now, here's a hard boiled egg. It's kind of like a testicle. Look at that, unrecognizable. Now, add a cornichon for the dick, and here we go. Don't have time to screw up your balls? Now you do. So here's the deal, kids. You buy the cock shot, you're gonna get the Crundleman for gravy. Brown gravy, white gravy, inside the modifier, ignite the salt, and watch this. Hot dog, bauxite, Dave Matthews band, sex with a horse. It's so easy. If I can cock shot someone with one finger, you can do it with your whole hand. I mean, blast somebody's dick out the back of their jeans. Kids can do it. I'm talking serious dick damage. Guys, we're going to make America's meat bananas hurt one cock shot at a time. I just slap a cock, wash it, and put it away. It's a very quick dick punch. It's a real time saver. It's
2: so easy. It's just like... Bam, 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 bam. My boyfriend gets so winded. The
4: Cockshot sells for $4.95, but if you call on March 21st, 2018, you're gonna get the Crundleman free plus nine Jesus cards. Here's how to order.
1: To order your Cockshot plus free Crundleman and Jesus cards, just dial one 800
0: fuck 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 fuck
1: Breaking
2: down the best four songs. This, 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 this is melt, melt rock. rock. Oh,
3: check out the ripples on that gentleman. Oh, it's like somebody threw a boulder in a pond. That dudes rule.
1: They never expect commitment, and they try so hard in the set. Plus, we're just so grateful afterwards. Mm.
2: You know what would make us grateful? What would make us grateful Us? Uh, I'm an overweight,
0: middle-aged man.
2: Yes. Is if you followed us on Twitter, at Mount Rockmore. If you told your friends about Mount Rockmore. Told them to gave, give us a listen. Told them to find the magic that you have felt. The place where... The teased hair runs free, and dudes can wear eyeliner again. It's Mount Rockmore here. Now, we're down to our last track on the Mount Rushmore of Guns N' Roses songs. But first, visit our website, realguyradio.com. You can help us keep the lights on. You can listen to the other podcasts, like if you like wrestling, the Still Real to Us podcast. If you're a fan of baseball, then I like to tear down all of the hypocrisy in baseball with the Purity Ring podcast. we got a lot more shows coming up on Real Guy Radio. You'll be able to find them all at that hub. Now, let's address the elephant in the room. Yes, the moans are real. The result of Axl Rose recording himself having sex with Steven Adler's then-girlfriend... Adriana Smith who wanted to get back at the drummer for cheating on her. So depending on your view of the band this either registers as completely reprehensible or merely a classic piece of rock trivia. And here we are finding ourselves at the final spot on the Mount Rockmore of Guns N' Roses and we go back to Appetite for Destruction and in my opinion rightfully so. The reason you need to have a Mount Rushmore of Guns N' Roses songs is for Rocket Queen, the fourth and final carving on the Guns N' Roses Mount Rockmore. That is such a good song. And according to Axel Rose, he says he wrote this song for the girl who was going to have a band, and she was going to call it Rocket Queen. She kind of kept me alive for a while. He said the last part of the song is my message to this person or anybody else who can get something out of it. It's like there's hope and a friendship note at the end of the song. I agree. There's like two parts to that song. And for that song, there was also something Axel tried to work out with various people that recorded sex act. It was somewhat spontaneous, but also kind of premeditated. Something Axel says he wanted to put on to the record. And there you have it. You're Mount Rockmore kicking off Season 3 with a birthday to Axel Rose, the 35th anniversary of Appetite for Destruction. And please, if you like this pod, if you have requests for bands you want to hear in upcoming seasons of Mount Rockmore, hit us up on Twitter at M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E. Mount Rockmore. Subscribe wherever you may be listening to it. Right now. I mean, what are you waiting for? Just hit the subscribe button and follow. And share it with your fellow rockers. So, you don't like my picks? That's cool. Uh, You want to call me an asshole? I've been called worse by people I slept with. But let me know. I might need your help co-hosting in the future. At M-T-R-O-C-K-M-O-R-E. That's at Mount Rockmore. And... Maybe, just maybe, you'll be able to help me fight a lead singer in the mosh pit on some upcoming Rockmore. And if you knew that the members of GNR had a cameo appearance in the dirty, hairy movie The Deadpool, just tell your parole officers about us and advise them that they should be subscribing to Mount Rockmore, they should be following us, or you're
3: gonna die!
2: And we'll be here for your 40th high school reunion road trip. I'm Bauer. See ya.